What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Check out the incredible artwork of Johnny Larson featured on the cover of the Forbidden Documentary and the book A Warning from History by Corey Hughes. His Patreon is where he uploads his art that's made a month before the general public has access. Subscribers get free music, free digital art at every tier, and free physical art at higher tiers. Visit Johnny's Patreon, patreon.com slash Larson. Or click the link in the description and help support Johnny's work. Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today, my guest is Andre Mitty. First, I have a couple of announcements. You can download the Forbidden Documentary, Occult Louisiana, right now from our website. It's only $5. This is our full-length feature film. You can also just click that link in the description and get your copy right now. Another great way to help support Forbidden Knowledge News is you can download our episodes directly through Spreaker or our website, and you can also get a Rockfin Premium membership. With that, you get access to all our premium content and all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin. Today, I want to welcome back to the show Andre Mitty. He is host of the Ascension of the Chessmen podcast, which seeks to rise with love above our differences to our true potential, seeing each other as divine reflections of ourselves. Andre is a cannabis consultant by day and podcaster by night. He always lived for deep conversations about interesting topics, and once he discovered podcasting many years ago, he fell in love and wanted to leave his mark. Andre, welcome back. How you doing? Doing great, brother. How are you? I'm excellent, man. It's great to have you back on. We're going to be exploring today some different spiritual concepts that have led you down your path, giving you the tools and awareness to continue to navigate through our multi-layered reality. 
And we're also going to discuss how our perception can either lead us to true enlightenment or even trap us with false programming and beliefs. So we got lots to discuss tonight, but it's been a little while since you've been on, since your first time on. Remind the audience about yourself and your podcast and let them know where they can find you. Yeah, my name is Andre Mitty. I'm just an average guy. Um, started a podcast called Ascension of the Chessmen uh, back in 2019. Um, really just kind of a quest and a, a seeking of truth uh, on this journey through life, you know, the spiritual path, if you will, and um, really just trying to merge uh, gaps between, you know, the conspiracy subculture, um, you know, the truth community with this spiritual community um that was emerging as well some people call it new age um others would say it's you know ancient spirituality the esoteric um of the exoteric religions um and you know that's that's really where it started from was just a a genuine searching and um a desire to find my soul family to find you know, people that I could talk about things, things with that I normally couldn't, you know, just at my job or, you know, around my local friend groups, you know, I was starting to find more friends along my journey, but, um, with the podcast, man, it was just much more consistent and it filled that void on such a more consistent, regular basis that, um, it became, um, so fulfilling um for me just in ways that i can't imagine and i'm forever thankful for um it was like a dream come true man and still is and and, you know um to have taken a long break like i did and to come back with new eyes has been a blessing in and of itself um you know when you're in a place where the podcast hasn't really taken off yet as far as like financial gain which it's not, ne- it's never been about that for me and never will be obviously, but like, um, you know, I just had come to realize like I was putting all my eggs in that basket and it was hard to manage it all along with work and mm. my personal relationships with family my girlfriend, like all of it. And, um, I just had to take some time away to just like go within as well and like reset my operate, my operating system and like, um, you know, settle some beliefs of my own I had going, I feel like, and just kind of, you know, build a better foundation for myself internally. 100%, man. I, I agree. I'm right there with you going through similar things as well. And I yeah. think this is a, an important place to start. You and your talking points here, you have reality tunnels and this is a very fascinating concept and it's something that i've been deeply exploring lately especially there comes to a point i believe when if you're on a spiritual journey at least for myself i realized that the system what they have put together for society what they believe is best for everyone is awful for the individual the way that society tries to blanket everything into one solution that we're all supposed to be on board with the same things we're all supposed to just accept each other's insanity and be a part of it and participate with each other's nonsense because that's what's best for the entire world when in reality we have such 
individualized experiences and all of our outlook on life, everything we experience is all of our mental filters, all of our spiritual beliefs, all of our emotions and traumas are all formed by the by our life experiences, by things that we do, by people that we interact with, by decisions we make. And every single person is going to have a completely different life experience based on their own beliefs, their own experiences, everything that's happened in their own lives. And what's best for them is going to be completely different than what's best for their neighbor or, of course, the entire world. And I think that's what's one of the hugest problems that we face in our society is these blanket solutions that ignore the individual mm -hmm. and it only helps society for those who are conformed, brainwashed and part of the hive mind mentality. Right. Yeah. It's like no individuality. And yes. it's like the moment you're yourself or just like raw and genuine and like stepping out from everyone else, like into those gray areas where it's not like absolute certainty and a yes and a no answer and a black and a white reality. Like you're, you're the outcast or you're somehow uh, banished from like the norm. And, um, you know, I think that speaks to cultural immaturity, you know, as McKenna, McKenna often, you know, reiterated that. Um, but I, I think we're all, we're all kind of on our own journey, but we're also struggling with, um, you know, not, not falling into that group think um, in terms of, you know, what is reality? Like, because when you factor it all together, man, like all of our life experiences, whether it be from childhood relationships, um, you know, the, the rabbit holes we've dove down, the education we've received, like you name it, uh, like all that factor together creates this reality tunnel we call our own. But that is miles apart from the person next to us, the person next to them, but it goes on and on. And it's like, we're all like trying to figure out how we can like coexist like with these uh diverse reality tunnels but still have a sense of what is reality <laughs> you know and it's like that is the trip dude that is the ultimate truth i feel like we're all after is like what is that reality you know uh -huh. capital r reality and um i think just pinning down um those core truths are super important for each of us and that takes going within, you know, um, through these mindful practices. I think it goes without saying, man, a lot of this stuff you can't even put into words, but you just have to experience it energetically to, you know, resonate with it and be under it and just be in it in the flow state to where you're not even thinking about it. You're just doing it. You are it like there is no questioning of it. Like it just is, you know. Yeah, there's so many layers to our reality to, to peel through, and our perception of the way that we're, our experiences go are going to be constantly shifting and changing and evolving based on our experiences. But if we trap ourselves, say, with certain relationships or mm -hmm. with certain belief systems, just because those feel like at the time the right answer or right. they make your life easier in the moment and if you latch onto that 
and have it as your ultimate belief system, you may miss something in the near future that could lead you down a better path that could be more beneficial in your life. And that's how a lot of people get stuck in these toxic belief systems. And it's, it's really hard to get out of at times, especially if we are in toxic relationships as well, because we don't feel like either we deserve someone better or that we can find Mm -hmm. anyone else or that other person doesn't exist. Yeah. Cause it's like, uh, I think on both sides of the aisle, whether it's the truth community or the spiritual community, cause you know, there's a lot of talk of spiritual bypassing over here. And then it's almost like non-existent, you know, emotional numbing on the other side of where, like we just bypass even talking about you know our emotional state which ties into the spiritual state and i think it's all ultimately all tied together but you know we're all coming at it from our own way and i think ultimately like we just got to get real with ourselves and say like i don't think we should like uh limit ourselves in these ways of like we can't we can't open up emotionally or we just need to be positive all the time and like uh act like negative emotions don't exist like i think there's a balance there and uh it takes you know experience and uh, practice to like find habits and ways of getting there to where um you're you're learning how to manage it and just operate and communicate more effectively to where people can you know understand what you have to say and not want to run for the hills and think you're a crazy person you know yeah yeah. (laughs) you have something interesting here not using the word is as in the earth is flat or anything is definitively this or that and forming these belief systems that could hinder us in the future right right yeah like robert anton wilson speaks of this and uh you know, Timothy Leary popularized the term reality tunnels, but as far as the is thing, like anytime we pin down something as concrete and it is 100% for sure the case in terms of reality or belief, these belief systems, then that means we're limited from that point on to discover anything outside of that. And there could be gold hiding outside of that. You know, there could be buried treasure we've never even thought about, but we've already cut ourselves off from ever receiving that, ever getting to that, that treasure um, by um, using the word is in those, those, those ways. Um, And, you know, I, I, I'm guilty of that as well. You know, I've, I've definitely felt uh, that the earth appeared flat. Um, I still do, you know, but, you know, I think anytime you automatically say the earth is flat or anything for that matter, like um, tomorrow is going to be a good day. Like what if it's the worst day of your life and you just refuse to believe uh, it's it's going to be a good day. It, it just keeps going worse and worse and worse. And you're like, I swear it's going to be a good day. And it just ends up being a terrible day. And like, there's no denying that it was a terrible day just because you kept saying it is, a, it was going to be a good day, you know? Yeah. While we're talking about reality tunnels, I've had some incredible experiences with plant medicines and magic mushrooms that forced me to see the false realities that I was at times subjecting myself to. There was an experience with magic mushrooms where it took me through every single 
false reality that I had a concern that I might be a part of, that I'm living in some sort of matrix simulation where right. I'm just hooked <laughs> up to a machine and I'm, my consciousness is being projected and the world's been destroyed, or that there right. is some sort of alien consciousness that's feeding our reality or that we're trapped in here and it's some sort of demiurgic reality bubble that we can't get out of and there's archon and archons feeding off of us it would take me through each of these possible realities and <laughs> it would show me that this isn't real this is just part of your false belief system this is something mm -hmm. that you considered and your consciousness took it a little too far at times it even right. showed me one where uh, one of my most subconscious fears where i thought that i could have possibly been some sort of that we all could be some sort of AI created and put into these avatars and we're not real humans and that we're being, we've been programmed to be a certain way. So all these insane type of <laughs> conspiratorial realities yes. that I've, that I've considered that we're in the mushroom showed me, no, none of this is real. You have to find what the true path is. And I've started mm. to be able to connect with, I wouldn't say the definite true path or the ultimate frequencies or connections that I'm supposed to be making, but I'm closer and I get closer right. with every new understanding that I come to. Hello, friends. I want to tell you about our newest affiliate, BF Genetics. Would you like to grow your very own medicinal mushrooms in the comfort of your own home? BF Genetics is a small family-owned and operated farm in northern Colorado, providing the highest quality mushroom genetics and growing supplies. Everything from substrates, spores, and cultures to all the information you need to educate yourself about medicinal mushrooms. Right now, if you order with coupon code FKN10, you'll get 10% off your entire order. And right now, you can get buy to get one free spore swaps. To get started today, just use the links right in the description. Right. Dude, that was beautifully said. And like, I relate to that so hard. And it's like, yeah, I think that's the overarching message every time you come out of it, man, is like, it's always now. And like, there is no past and future. Mm. And, the, and the minute you start dwelling on the past, or you're creating this reality that isn't there by bringing things from the past into the present. And here you are like creating this totally different reality that isn't right in front of you that you're just taking from the past and bringing into the present. And therefore something from the past that is still haunting you is haunting your now present moment. So it's like, that's one example of it, but like that comes up constantly in my experiences, man, of like, how that like mind parasite will come in and out, um, you know, throughout my daily um, and just learning how to integrate that. Yeah, I think that another issue that we face as humans is the power of our own thoughts and imagination and the energy that we can put out based on our emotions and our imagination that we can we are such creators yeah. that our thoughts can manifest in wow. ways that we don't even realize into physical reality and that we create much of what we experience based mm -hmm. on what we're thinking and what we're believing and it perpetuates and we have to we have to learn to be aware of our thoughts and yeah. 
to be aware of the consequences of putting out that energy, whether it's totally mm -hmm. negative energy and it's going to come back in you in, in karmic ways and hurt you, or it's overly positive energy and it's right. going to lead you down a false perspective that you think you're going down the wrong path when in reality you're just telling yourself and you're cheating yourself in a way, right? Yeah, well said, brother. Yeah, I, I feel like, uh, you know, it was just like some major uh, crossroads I came to um, at different points of like, um, you know, coming back to the same lessons I thought I, I had already learned. And, uh, you know, it was like January 6th was like one of the last times I like was really plugged into the matrix, if you will, or just like whatever fear sp spell was being cast out to like, you know, pluck up like we were the fish eating the bait, you know? Yeah. And uh, it was, you know, the recent conflicts going on in the Middle East and, um, you know, getting drawn into that for a solid day of just like, you know, really taking it all in and like seeing how it was like really just bringing me down um, and like really affected where my energy was at. And I think it was a combination of everything. I'm not like saying i'm gonna go bury my head in the sand now and like act like well it's a balancing act exi yeah exactly we have to i mean if we don't pay attention if we completely check out of all the dystopian agendas that are occurring and we don't participate that's great right. for us but it's still going to be unfolding and it's still right. going to have this energetic effect on us and the rest of the world whether we realize it or not i will change the world around us which will and then affect our personal lives exactly. inevitably so there has to be a balance we have to some we have yeah. to pay attention and we have to decipher when we're supposed to pay attention and why right right yeah it's like the microcosm and the macrocosm are far more connected than we realize yeah. <laughs> like, we like take it for granted because it's like every fucking uh negative thought or like this negative thought loop that takes root and like we give it more power as the days go on and it continues like you know that's how we could tailspin out and like end up in a rut you know and like we have to be aware of these things like we can't just like bypass uh these programs that come in and out like we have to be ready um to protect ourselves you know when they do come in and you know be graceful to ourselves as well as we're working through these things like it's not it's not an easy walk out here like it's it's uh the hero's journey 100 percent, man yeah that's what it's all about now you have here in your talking points fear versus love the way i see fear is there is necessary fear and then there's unnecessary fear. Necessary fear would be like you're out in the jungle and there's a lion that's stalking you. If you right. don't show any fear and you don't either try and get away or fight, you know, your, your fight or flight kicks in, that's going to be a problem. So that's <laughs> one where fear might be a little necessary. But when you are sitting in your home and you're concerned about the Middle East or the conspiracies right. <laughs> happening or what's Israel going to do? Are we going to yeah. go into a nuclear fallout? Are the aliens going to come invade? Like all of this right. is forced fear and it's unnecessary and it's being it's being brought upon us for certain power tactics and to get us into that state so that we basically rely on those in power and that's a that's a, a perpetual type thing problem reaction solution to keep us in fear to keep them in power totally dude 
Yeah, it's like it's such a paradox uh, when you really dial it back because, you know, all the time we spend talking about they or what they they're up to. It's like <laughs> we could be like working on our own lives and like actually practicing real real life solutions. Yeah. Like <laughs> I really realized like how much uh, I was outputting like my my creativity and like my my uh, just what I wanted to give to the world, like my offering, if you will, versus like really offering that to myself, my own life. And that was like the balance I'm trying to come back to. It's like, don't like overexert over here, over here too much. Like, you know, be gentle with yourself and like walk, (laughs) walk uh, carelessly, but carefully Mm. at the same time. Yeah, and I, like I like I was telling you before we started, I recently made the decision to quit smoking marijuana for at least for a little yes, while sir. because I've gone my whole life since I was like 14 smoking weed almost every day and I've been a slave to that perception for right. my whole life. So I need to see how the other side lives. I need to see what it's like without this this crutch and Mm-hmm. I have nothing against marijuana. I think it's a beautiful medicine. It's helped me th- tremendously throughout my life. I had ADD. I can't concentrate without it. It's one of those things where I'm still not sure how I'm going to be able to rewire myself because I've used it as that medication to get my brain to slow down for so long. So right. that's going to be interesting, but I know it's something that I have to do. It's it's some rewiring that needs to occur and I need to experience life without it. And especially if we are going to be experiencing times of tribulation, if you would say, difficult times right. where right. we may not have access to these medications <laughs> that will you know, help us stay calm mm-hmm. and focus and all these things like that. And we may have to just learn to live yep. sober, sober lives. You know, we may right. not have access to these things that help us. So it may there may come a time where we live in a completely different world and I feel like I should be prepared for that as well and yes, just stronger emotionally in general and not have to rely on a substance to feel better or to get clarity about anything you know right yeah I mean I'm big on uh breath work and yoga man like two huge ones that are free like uh, there's so many resources available that are free on YouTube, like endless yoga routines. Um, like where if you don't know a thing about yoga or you think yoga's satanic, but you're like, <laughs> you're like, I'll still try it out. Like <laughs> there's plenty out there for you, like even for beginners and uh breath work, man, like get high on your own supply. Yeah. Uh, you know, free DMT, like pouring out, man. Like uh I think breath work is such a big one as far as managing uh, stress in better ways. Um, yeah, I've been really working on eating healthier, man. <laughs> like that's a big one for me mm-hmm. is uh, just uh, learning how to cook, cook for myself is like a form of self-love. Mm-hmm. Like it's like um, I've been really thinking about lately like the energy we put into our food and not just our food but like everything we consume so like every time you go out to eat like what kind of uh attitude or um mood was the cook in that day that was making your food yeah. and 
<laughs> you know, what, what, what kind of day was the waiter having that brought you that food, you know, and all that factors in, man. And, you know, they always say like, love is the secret ingredient, man. And yeah. Love's a powerful force. I keep continuing to better my eating habits and I've, I've been cooking for myself and my girlfriend at our home and buying organic food and putting love into it. Like you just said, and right. I, I have, I am in such better health than I've ever been. And I used to have severe stomach problems. I had my gallbladder removed and for years mm. there were things that I couldn't eat. And now I just don't want to eat the crappy things anymore. And it kind of right. changed my, my, my biology and my physiology to where I, I crave different things now and I don't crave shitty food and, and sugar as much and all those things that were harming my body. So it's right. it's incredible how if you just start to integrate little things, uh, your body will eventually adapt and you'll get used to it and you'll be a, an overall healthier person eventually. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Right. Yeah. And I, I also wanted to say on uh, the quitting cannabis thing, man, like um, I know like after I uh, got back from ayahuasca the first time, like it really made me readdress my relationship with cannabis. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, how it had become like a numbing agent. And um, I felt like it was kind of disconnecting me to my emotions a bit and not allowing me to fully feel um, because that was the first time I'd fully felt in such a long time um, through ceremony yeah. and, you know, just talking through the ceremony and integration. But, um, yeah, I think uh Quoting cannabis is a big one, uh, which Graham Hancock talked about too, after he had done Aya and just how, um, he had realized like he had done it for all these years and it, it, it played such an important role in his journey. But, you know, like Alan Watts says, when you get the message, hang up the phone <laughs> yeah. and it's like, even if that's, you know, not saying you won't ever have a dance with Mary Jane ever again you know, to the day you die, you know, maybe once every blue moon, maybe once a week, whatever works for you. But just in the sense of the relationship you had with it prior to where like you had no control over it and it had control over you, no matter what that vice is, you know, cannabis can fill that just like yeah. anything. Can, you know, yeah, I, I owe I so much of, of my journey to where I'm at to my my ability to make contact with my spirit guides it, mm. that started through medi meditation 
it's mm-hmm. strengthened through plant medicines and, and shamanic journeying. Right. And because I had made that connection with my spirit guides, I was able to begin to chip away at the things that didn't serve me one little thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And since I started using mushrooms heroically a couple of times a month for the past few years, I have been able to discover things that I probably would have not even never been on my radar if I wouldn't have been doing this consciousness exploration things that didn't serve me, ways that I was acting, ways that I was harming myself, ways that I was mm-hmm. treating my relationships and people that I was with. And with each experience, they, the guides would bring something new to my attention. It would never be about like I'd go in and I need to work on this and this is what, what we're going to work on tonight. No, they would decide. The, the, the plant medicines would decide. The spirits would decide what we're going to be working on. And it was always what was most important at the time for me to to handle. It was always right. what was right best for <laughs> the first thing that I needed to handle, one thing at a time. And it would gradually work its way to different and, and bigger problems that I had to solve, childhood traumas, things like mm-hmm. that. It would be grueling at times. It'd be terrifying. Oh, yeah. It would be some of the oh, yeah. hardest work that I had ever done. And it still is. Fuck yeah. But it's so rewarding. Yep. Especially when you after you have the experience, you're you're at the end of your experience and you've done the work. The mm-hmm. plant medicine rewards you with just beauty, love, emotions, yes, just these these amazing feelings of connection to your guides and and the planet and everything like this, these feelings of oneness. But for yes. me, I don't get that until I face my demons. Yeah, first until half you do the it, work. The first yeah. half of the experience is a battle. I gotta face those demons. I got <laughs> to I gotta integrate everything that I that I need to and get rid of the rest. And then if I've done a good job during that, then I'll be rewarded with some beautiful connective experiences and information. And that's the yeah. best part about it, is the information that I've been getting. After I do my healing work, I would be downloaded with esoteric secrets, secrets of the universe, things that I needed to start integrating in my life, things I need to start reading, working on, people I should look into and things like that, and different ways that I could experience my own life. So I owe so much to to the (laughs) I feel that so hard. Yes, dude. Oh, my God. It's like life has been such a synchronistic roller coaster like this last year dude it's been insane like the synchronicities have been off the charts and like i've always said life is the trip and like uh once you learn to integrate it like that's where life itself becomes psychedelic and like you start to see things that would seem like you had taken something to like start to see all these quote unquote divine or uh you know crazy coincidences of insane natures popping up day in and day out like on top of each other just stacked to the next like constantly and one of, the, that- one of the craziest things that i've thought of and and come to the realization is how much these plant medicines actually care for you and love you and want the best for you and will do Literally. anything to get you to a better state and evolve right. you and it seems like that's their purpose to love right. and get us evolve us Yep. And we're just hanging out to our egos like, ah, do we have to? Like, yeah. <laughs> the comfort zone yeah. so fucking nurturing, man. Like, I just want to stay here. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah dude, I completely relate to that. Um, I, I was just going to say, so are you talking Silent Darkness? What's that? When you uh, oh. when you say heroic dose, I um I there's many different. Uh, my favorite thing to do is water is like a conduit for me. Connects yeah. me to my guides. Connects me to different realms and different ancestors and thing energies I need to connect to. So <clears throat> often I'll just I'll go in the tub for a couple of hours during my my peak experience and just yeah be ultimately downloaded with incredible information. But I'm either it's either outside in my backyard. It's a little too cold right now. But um, either right. outside in my yard meditating in my room, I have different um, orgone pyramids and energetic magical items that I utilize as well. I Beautiful. do ritual and prayer before uh, I go in for protection and and guidance. Though the water for me is the most important thing. I've I've found that it's an incredibly powerful conduit for information. Even if I just have my get a bowl and I put my feet in the water during the experience, mm. it'll come through. And Water's I've even powerful. Oh yeah, and I've even been able to start channeling as of lately. For the past year, I've I've been able to channel my guides and get wow, information dude. for myself and for my girlfriend and close friends and things like that. So right. it's been an incredible journey. Some of the things that I've, I've become aware of as a recent. Do Do you uh, recommend the the tea form, or have you heard of the lemon tech method? I do, but I prefer just all natural, eat them, just dry them and eat, eat them, them raw. Yeah. Eat them raw yeah. because <laughs> I found that there's nothing lost in the experience. Even though it may your stomach may get a little roller coastery, it's I, part for of me, it. Yeah. For me, that's necessary. I need to go right. through those roller coaster feelings. And I feel it you. seems whenever you either if you like lemon shuck them or if you you boil them into a tea, there's some level that's lost. There's mm. some connection, some spirit of the plant that doesn't that doesn't go along with with you whenever you uh, change the consistency of, of what you're working with so right. yeah for me that's just i i really enjoy the whole plant and that experience because it seems like you carry more of the spirit of the plant with you right yeah dude uh silent darkness for me was uh magnificent and mm. one of the most seamless journeys i've ever had from start to finish and i totally reiterate what you said man about you know as you do the work and you start to integrate your previous lessons from past experiences and past meetings with the medicine, like the medicine will reward you when you return. Like it's not going to be like, no, I'm going to put you through two hours of fucking purgatory before you get to heaven. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. No, there's always a reward. <laughs> yes. As far as the, you said the silence and in darkness for me, I always have to have 432 hertz tones of different kinds on because there seems yeah. like there's some sort of transmission that comes through there. Mm -hmm. If I'm in silence, I'll still get messages, but they won't be as defined and strong. If I have 432 hertz tones playing in the background and I'm in the yeah. water, man, it's like I'm, I get blown away with information and messages. So that's really what – yeah, it's really what works for me. And I think it's different for everyone, but yeah, it's definitely worth giving a, a try. Now I've you been have, doing the go ahead. I've been doing the singing bowl uh oh, yeah. for 32. Um like just meditations in the bath, but yeah, not with the medicine yet. So I'm gonna have to try that someday. 
Yeah, it's for some reason it, I've always been drawn to it since I started doing these uh, shamanic journeys a few years ago. I've always been drawn to water in general, but for some reason, something just always told me to to go into the water whenever I was having the experience. Whenever I, I had my first contact with my guides ever during a meditative experience, I was also in the water. So right. there is some kind that. of, yeah, there's some totally kind of connection did. for me there. Totally. Now I you got, have I got um, some Aquarius in my chart, so I feel that. Yeah, man. I don't even know. I'm a Virgo, so who knows? Yeah, I'm what's a Taurus, but <laughs> got some Aquarius in there. Right on. Now, Pranoia, the belief that the universe is conspiring in your favor. I like that. Tell me a little about that. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, that's something I picked up on recently, but like just you know, seeing how our thoughts create reality, man, and just that you know, we can't, we can't allow ourselves to like, let these negative thought loops pile up and, uh, really, um, being conscious of what we're plugging into, what we're consuming. Um, and you know, the, the reality playing out before us as we're creating it. And if we start to have that trust, that deeper trust, that faith, um, in something, um, working out in our favor every every time we take a step forward every time we take a step every time every action every word you know everything we do is working out in our favor to the point of yeah that's pro pro noia as opposed as opposed to paranoia where we're sitting here thinking everyone's out to get us everyone's out to fuck us over like everyone's out to fucking pickpocket us or like you know do something dirty on us and i i feel like ultimately that's a inward war within ourselves you know we have the uh the good wolf and the bad wolf you know the the native story of the two wolves the god and the devil like all these archetypes we use to describe what's going on internally within each of us on a daily basis, like we're, we're being tested at all times of how do we, how are we going to respond this time around? Like, have we learned the lesson yet or are we still playing games? You know? Yeah. It's all about how we respond to things. There's something else you wrote here in your talking points. Life is not happening to you. It's happening for you. And it goes back to like what I was saying earlier, that we are such powerful creator beings that we, in a sense, do create our reality based on our experiences and our beliefs. But the more that we understand the, and we can connect to that, we are doing that. We are indeed creating this based on our energy and our emotions and our thoughts. The more we can streamline that and get a, a better result and right. be aware of what we're creating. Right. Right. Yeah. Beautifully said, man. And I think just being aware of that is key, man, because that's where it all starts. All change starts with the awareness, you know, before anything was created, it was a thought in someone's mind, you know, mm -hmm. we have more control out of the outcomes in our reality than we could ever imagine. There's so many people that are stuck in their lives. They're stuck in a bad job. They're stuck in a bad relationship because they don't believe they have that much control out of their lives. They believe that this is what they deserve. This is where they should be on their path. This is all that there is to life, things like that. So as soon as you just start opening up and broadening your perceptions and connecting 
to the the positive energies that are surrounding you and in turn integrating that and transmuting it into your own positive thoughts and energies that's where the magic starts to happen and that's when you can connect to true creation in your reality right totally man um yeah i think another one was just you know working through a lot of dogmas that have been built up in various ways um whether it was through my religious upbringing um just you know working out various scapegoats in my mind that i was passing off or i was afraid to look at or like address or you know hear the other side of and um i think that's that's crucial is just to be flexible flexible in your your worldviews and your your um reality tunnels that you're letting you're leading on because it can be detrimental to you and everyone around you if you're not careful and uh i think um you know it's just it's good to be aware of that and take a step outside of your confirmation biases and you know your um you know just personal things you hold on to is like tangible and it's like you don't want anyone else to take that away from you if they, mm. if they might disagree and that can be triggering but usually on the other side of a trigger is you know something you need to heal and work through to have a better view at the end of the day and a more more evolved view i guess mm -hmm. yeah 100% uh, something else you wrote here which is super important that we need to cover is changing yourself versus trying to change others this was yes, a huge dude. one for me when I first started doing this. That's all I was I was trying to do is trying to make people aware of the things that were happening, not only in their lives, but around them and pointing out other shortcomings and being concerned about the way other people are behaving instead of looking at myself and working right. on my own behavior and trying to change my own perception. In turn, it would change the outlook the way I perceive everyone else around me. And instead yes. of doing that, we focus on trying to change others. And I was talking to Jennifer, my girlfriend about this the other day is at what point do we intervene? If we see that say a friend is in trouble or they're going down the wrong path or they're in a bad relationship or they're in abusive situation, when is it okay for us to bring that to, to their attention and intervene in any way? And unfortunately, there may not be an appropriate right. time to ever do that because it's only that person that can have that realization and yep. make that change. No one else can really bring it to their attention because most likely they won't be ready to see it yet. And it will just right. cause more problems and disconnection with you and their relationship instead of just allowing them to see it for themselves. Mm -hmm. realize it for themselves and then begin the healing for themselves. So that's a tough one for people is trying to not jump in and help others when right. they just need to be helping themselves. Yeah. Cause it's like at the same time, you, you can't take away their free will because like they have their lessons to learn. They have their journey to play out and like the people they have to meet, the experiences they have to learn or go through and uh, experience to like give them uh, more you know, well-rounded view of reality and, you know, <laughs> just more in-depth, like, experience of life. Like, that is, 
that is what life's all about, right? Is having the experience of it, not just reading it in a book or hearing about it, but actually experiencing the real thing. And I feel like if you haven't had the experience, like how can you really say, you know, about that said thing or, you know, truly understand it even because you've never truly experienced it. Well, that guy told me about it. So I know what it's about, but do you really? Cause you haven't experienced it. And I think that's crucial to just any form of uh, philosophy or just uh, perception of how we perceive things is, you know, like what is our life experience like um, as we're forming these belief systems? You know, I think w- we shouldn't negate our experiences um, that we know because we have experienced them. Um, but like likewise, all the time, we'll have people trying to tell us their experience is something different or your experience isn't valid because it's not like their experience. But then again, it goes back to, we all got different reality tunnels and that's part of the journey is surrendering to realize like the road is the journey. Like there's not a final destination and every, every person that we come across, every experience is teaching us something new about ourselves, whether or not we know it or not. I think we're always being shown what we need to be shown right when we need to be shown it. And, you know, if we can get out of the way with these belief systems and these cognitive biases and all this shit that gets in the way from us just experiencing what we, what we're meant to experience, which is this moment and all the magic that comes with it. You know, hundred percent, man. Very well said. Now, last few minutes, let's discuss some of those things that we were talking about earlier that's unfolding in our reality, this dystopian type of events that are occurring that, like we said earlier, whether we pay attention to it or not, they'll still be unfolding and they'll still have some sort of effect on our reality and our collective reality. Right. Some of the things that we've seen in the past few years, of course, threats of pandemic and global wars and now we're taking it a step further our government is supposedly admitting that there is extraterrestrial life that they have alien bodies in their possession that they have reverse engineered craft and this keep this narrative keeps popping back up into the mainstream news and they are trying to put this idea into the global consciousness for one reason or another. And things like this usually don't unfold unless there is something that is going to be on the horizon that's going to occur, whether it is manufactured, uh, you know, fake invasion, whatever you want to call it, or it is some real event that the powers that be, our government is aware that will be occurring, that they're trying to get ahead of. Now, as far if that is the case, how do you believe us as individuals should be handling and relating to this and reacting to it? Maybe you could speak for yourself. What do you what are your yeah. thoughts whenever you hear all this craziness? I mean, I've been down many rabbit holes with all this stuff, man, for years and years and years. Like I get it. Like I I think we're all trying to figure out like, is there life out there besides us? Like, are we the highest on the totem pole of all of creation? Like, you know, and at the same time, I think number one, there's certain things that we'll never know the answers to. 
And like, that's okay. That's part of the mystery. And there's beauty in uh, the mystery. Um, that That is your story. If you break down that word, it's my story, you know, versus yeah. his story. It's not someone else's. And uh, so there's that. But at the same time, like I, I tend to think of it in interdimensional terms, like it's, and it's also internal and as within, so without, if all is mental, you know, all is mind uh, in the you know, seven hermetic principles. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, um, you know, there, there's going to be a wide array of things that, um, become like, um, thought forms become things, you know, like, um, where there, there is these, you know, angels and demons, if you will, on certain planes of existence. But I think there's levels of perception, you know, there's the 3D and then you have the 4D, 5D and all these higher realms. But at the same time, like uh, what what uh, perception are we operating under? Like and what 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 paradigm are we shifting to internally like are we letting the outside world of you know these external like aliens that are coming to you know anally probe us and all these horror stories we hear about like are we feeding into that worldview that seems to be more fear-based into the 3d or this like higher like these interdimensional um beings that truly are about unconditional love and truly just want to see us evolve as humans and like live in a peaceful world and a harmonious uh existence and all this all this grandiose stories i think it's somewhere in between that and there is a balance there of like there is these two polarities playing out but i think as long as we're doing the internal work like a better reality is going to be in the uh, foreseeable future no matter what that looks like, you know, it could be, you know, us making peace with some evil aliens like in the 3D, or it could be like the interdimensional aliens that are all love, like got our backs and like they've been with us the whole time and like we've got nothing to worry about. But I think at the end of the day, we just got to make sure, you know, we're uh, pulling up our own bootstraps and like doing the work on our ends. Yeah, man. And, and that makes me wonder, it's like a chicken or egg scenario, which came first, our thought forms, did we create the angels and demons right, through our right. own thoughts? Or right. did they interact yeah. with us and seed those thoughts? And then we perpetuated it by continuing to interact with that energy or that because we had the one experience at one point in our history, that belief trickled down into the the global consciousness of each following generation it's very right. interesting so but i think either way that once that energy is out there it takes on a life of its own and that mm -hmm. is going to be a part of reality like if if we if our thought forms create angels or, or interdimensional beings and then they take a life of their own outside of our perception do then they can they create their own thoughts as well and create another layer of reality? Maybe yeah. so. It's very right. interesting though. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Something man. to think about. A hundred percent. Well, this was excellent. Andre, before yeah. you go, remind the audience where they can find you. Yes, sir. Uh, again, it was Andre Mitty. Uh, so happy to be here, Chris. Thanks again for having me. Uh, you can find me at Ascension of the Chessmen on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. 
Um, I am on Facebook at Andre Mitty and uh, Instagram at Dre Live for Today. Um, I do plan on uh, getting back in the saddle with shows coming up. Um, for anyone familiar with my work or um, any of my shows I've done, um, I appreciate any of you for listening. Um, I'm just trying to uh, keep on keeping on and, uh, you know, you know, just keep uh, putting out content in the best way I can. So excellent, man. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. Great conversation. We'll definitely have to do this again in the future. And until next time, everyone have an excellent evening. We'll talk again tomorrow. Hello, friends. I want to tell you about the incredible benefits of IGF-1. The older we get, the less IGF is produced by our body naturally. When you're born, you have tons of it, and it's why you feel great in your 20s. The great news is that you can replenish it. Just like multivitamins that you take every day, you can supplement the natural IGF levels in your body. You can do that with clinically proven IGF-1 Plus from Neutronics Labs. This is the stuff that helps you regain IGF-1 and feel great. Just spray it into your mouth a couple of times a day and boom. Lean muscle gain, healthy weight loss, more restful sleep, positive energy gain, crystal clear thinking, all of these things. These are the benefits of proper levels of IGF in your system which naturally you lose over time. Go do the research on your own at NeutronicsLabs.com. You can get incredible benefits when you put the product on auto ship, and you can cancel any time. You should try their IGF for at least three months to see the positive results. Click the link in the description and use code FKN to save 15%, as well as buy one, get one free with auto ship. Order now at NeutronicsLabs.com. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.